Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle podcast. Hey, you introduce? I'll introduce to sorry son. Um, yeah, I've been recording anyway. But yeah, welcome along another Muscle and the Hustle podcast. It's me and Tony again, back once again. Can't get any guests because it's too early in the morning. And Tony, Tony's hard enough to get up at this time of the morning, never mind a guest. But yeah... We're jumping in. This is a and a question that was sent in to Tony in one of his famous Q&As. And it was... What was it again? I'm actually lost in here. <laughs> yeah, how, practically how, it w- yeah, yeah, practically it was uh, how to not care what others think. And I thought that's a fucking... That's a bit in-depth. And me and Mickey would like to go in on this a bit more because I thought that's the one where, oh, yes, this is the money ticket. But, but it's something you can't answer in fucking 60 seconds because... It's easy to turn around and go, don't care. And this is usually the answer that people give or just don't worry about it. That doesn't do fuck all for you. It doesn't tell you how to actually get through that thought process. So we're going to dive into this and see what we come out with. Yeah. It's it's probably something that me and you both deal with. Uh, You probably more so than me in a strange way because you put yourself out there on social media a lot more than I do. I actually had this conversation with someone maybe, maybe two days ago about how I was told by my management that I have to pop myself out there a wee bit more and scream and shout my name whereas that isn't really my brand whereas you're more so with your Q&As and you put yourself really put yourself out there do your videos do your TikToks that that just opens the doors to people to create a more of an opinion on you that's because as well though you need to remember like are you looking to be like a person or are you looking to be a business? Like, are you looking to yeah. be a brand? Or are you looking to be a person? Cause like, if you look at people that let you into their lives, like we had TM cycles on here, we had back at Yellen, like people buy into their personalities, yeah. just like mine. Whereas you don't buy into Coke cause the personality or Pepsi or yeah. fucking Nike, fair enough, Nike do stand for stuff, but it's a case of you're buying in for the brand and there doesn't have to be a face to that at, at the time. Yeah. So like, it's just like, we are like, do you know where we are move? Like for example, like there's, Shawnee's not straight at the front of that. No, he's not. His face isn't plastered all over it, and he must want it like that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that because there's two different ways to take business. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like I would get quite a large amount of kickback about things like, for example, like I remember like the beard thing. I remember the first time like I put that up, and I goes, "Oh, I'm gonna grow this." And I mean, this is about six. This probably I am trying to grow this piece of shit for about eight months. Oh, it's disaster. Uh, like. You're support. We should do one on positivity and negative. Fuck. No, we did do one on positivity. Do you not remember taking part in that one? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, you, just positivity from you. Some some support would be nice, but that's that's all right. That's all right. You know who your friends are. And <laughs> uh, no, practically, like I remember, like getting loads of stick about it. But to be honest, I didn't really give a fuck. But I was trying to figure out, like, why, like, why wouldn't I go shave that compared to like three years ago? I would have went and whipped that thing clean off straight away, you know, because. It, it, it would have mattered a lot more and I was trying to think like what was the thought process behind that but I know what you mean like it, it depends but I think this even comes down to like simple things like what you were you know if you really like something versus somebody says something then you fucking go and change you know, simple things like that yeah it, I always got it as it's people's opinions it's always going to be an, an, 
know, you, you could be toast to the town with one person and the next person you're their worst nightmare. It's all down to people's tastes and opinions. Um, I never, like, I've got fucking shit online before for different things. Never really about beers and stuff because my beard's unbelievable, but just dick different stuff. Like, people would, you know, I don't know, here, I think some of it's shit myself, but people would say, like, oh, that's your music shit. And that's their taste, you know. But I don't care. Like I, all, like, correct. Like I don't. It doesn't really matter to me. Like I don't. I don't really care. But people say, "Oh, your music shit," or "You're a shit DJ," or you that. But for every one person that says that, there might be ten that thinks the opposite, or vice versa. Ten people might think it's shit, but one person thinks it's great. I don't really buy into it because just life's all about opinions. Life's all about people with different tastes. It's just like food or anything, or you know, your brands, what you like to wear. Um, and that's where the, the way I would have always dealt with not caring what other people think but there becomes a certain line where you have to kind of listen to other people if you're trying to build a business where if most people are saying oh I don't know about that they might be onto something do you know that kind of thing yeah I get completely what you mean my inter- by the way just to say my internet is bouncing here and if anybody wants to know why it's definitely because my dad's sitting streaming full movies to his phone in the bedroom like fucking literally beside me and I mean he doesn't he'll, he'll stream one while downloading one so the Wi-Fi is just having a fucking fit and then he's trying to watch fucking every episode of Narcos within fucking 15 minutes so don't don't even ask that's why I had to turn off the camera there Mickey. but uh, yeah no uh, it's like that post I put up a while back like opinions are like assholes everybody's got some and majority of just full of shit so and I'm not saying that me and yours are by any means but it's just as you said it's 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 our taste like and I think it's trying to figure out like what suits not what suits you but I think the main reason and I sort of came not came to this but I sort of figured out like think I figured out why I don't really give like too much care about what people say is because I think it's because I'm comfortable in myself I think when you're not comfortable in, in yourself you care more because you're trying to figure out like what approval you need whereas if, when you prove fully of yourself your your flaws everything like my cauliflower ear my height my really really big legs like there are the things where whenever you not that if you say it first but a case of like you know what you like what you don't like you know yourself you know what you're doing and I think the more you're aware of what you're poor at what you're good at what you actually enjoy and what you want and the more you know yourself then the, the less you'll care about people's like sort of criticism would probably be the right word yeah you're confident in your own skin sort of the same yeah. way as like you know, it, it, your body, and say you put on a wee bit of weight, or you lost a bit of weight, and people go, "Oh, you're looking too skinny," or you're, you're, you know, you put on a few pounds, or it might be just like a joke with a jab, and then yes. you, then you start manifesting your head, and then you look in the mirror and go, "Fuck, maybe, maybe I have, you know, maybe, maybe there's a couple yeah. of pounds here and there," and it, it would, I, it always comes down to how you deal with it, how you manifest it, and if you're an overthinker, you're probably not going to deal with it in the best possible way um, especially like someone like yourself with tiny legs you know you don't get hung up on it you did put up a fake picture last night of a leg machine full of weights and then you I called you a joker and you replied I just took a picture of that I'm not even training legs today that's a complete fucking lie that's not a lie because the voice note's still on my Instagram <laughs> if, anybody wants, if I want to attach it say if I knew how to do it I'm going to attach it now into the podcast. I probably don't know how to do this, but just in case, this clip's going to play now. 
<laughs> it mightn't play because uh, I don't know how to do that. But I'm only winding you up. No, Joe you know what though? Firstly, I had train legs. I'm not Joe. You know what though? Legs for me are on maintenance at the minute. Like I don't know whether you know this, but like they're they're on. I have five sets for hamstrings per week, and I have ten sets per quads, and it's all in the one session. It's five sets of leg press, five sets of quads, five sets of hammies, and all my recovery is going in upper body, so they will not be growing. They're not priority for me ever. I but don't think but also the fact them. is your legs aren't that small. What do you mean? Like. I just found a trigger point. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And when I found a trigger point, then your friends, the great people that they are, jumped on that. Yeah, absolutely. I get slagged all the time now about having wee small legs, even whenever, like, the, the people have never seen my legs. <laughs> I, know. I mean? I know. I had people in England writing to me. <laughs> I know. People go, his, and I actually defended you, to be honest. People says, oh, his legs are pretty small. And I was like, nah, it's just because he's got a tiny waist and a massive upper, and it makes it look smaller. Yeah, do, do, I think it is that as well. It's because down the road, if I ever do compete, like I'm going to have to do physique first. Like I'm not going to grow physique. I don't think I ever will. Right. I just don't think I'll get to that size. Dwarf, People don't realize dwarf physique. Class. What? Dwarf physique. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the, the circus, like, me, and the, me and the bearded Leila. You and the strong man. <laughs> He's going to be lifting you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I'd have to grow up. But no, people don't realize how big classic boys are. Like, I've met loads in person, and like, they are fucking huge. But no, anyway, back to the thinking thing. No, I completely agree. I think it's one of the things, as you said, once you once you know yourself. But I think it's also, if you're an overthinker, it's sort of trying to figure out, like, right, what's the action steps I can take to do this? And whenever, say, somebody criticizes you or your current, whatever people say, like, try and stop that thought process when you were you actually identify that you're going fuck i actually care what this person's thinking cut that out just go i don't just stop there and then it's very very tough to just say i don't but a case of just cut that thought process and change what you're doing if you were going to change what you were doing because you because you cared whatever people think don't just think what am i what do i need to be i'm not saying this as like a fucking disney quote but a case of be true to the way you were thinking there yeah like whatever you were going to do prior to that continue to do it now it's different if somebody gives you an opinion on a business idea and it's valid but if somebody's telling you you can't wear your hair on a fringe and a word up because you've got a big fucking or vice versa say you wear your hair up and so he tells you wear it down because your forehead's massive or something like Mickey and you tell you tell people you can't do that like what were you going to do anyway just go and fucking do that vice versa it's like when somebody says to me about my beard now like it is still filling out like I'll be brutally honest but if you told me that it looks shit I honestly don't give two fucks yeah Joe and it's that case of where I think that in itself is conf not com that in itself is confidence in you, and then that almost makes people not give a fuck to give you an opinion. Do you uh, know what I mean? But it's also the more you doing what you want to do. You're just doing what you want, and not yeah. not being influenced what other people believe or think. Sorry, COVID cough there. <clears throat> uh, no, yeah, one hundred percent. I think that's very important because I think a lot of people get swayed and pick up habits and thought processes and by doing that and i think if you're around people that are always commenting about people now don't get me wrong i do enjoy a good bit of banter in the group chat like everybody everybody does yeah. love a good laugh and a whatsapp whenever somebody throws in a picture or whatever but there's a difference between constantly criticizing people and yeah. actually do you know what i mean and then when you fall into that trap where you're actually doing that and i think you really have to catch on whenever you see people do that now there's a quote what is it it's like small minds discuss people uh, great minds discuss ideas and you know, stuff like that always sticks with me and I just think about that a lot because you, yes you want to have a bit of crack and that's all fine but I do feel like if you just if you will notice that with certain people where that's what their thought process is on they try and make themselves feel bigger by tearing others down yeah it's also uh, like from a music point of view 
when I have a track that's nearly done, I would send it to some of my friends in the industry to listen to it to get a sneak preview to give me because I know they will give me good advice on the track they will tell me honest opinions they'll tell me things they would change they will tell me things that they wouldn't change but they'll also give me solid advice now that's a very small bunch of people I would say five or six people yeah out of hundreds of them that I know that I kind of know that are what could give me advice but there's only five or six I'd ever listen to same with yourself with, say, a physique update. You're not going to yeah. send it to someone that you know is not a hater, but... There's three people. There's three yeah. people I send my physique updates. Coach, Rory, Aaron, that's it. Yeah. And nobody else gets them. Exactly. As you said, it's it's people you trust. And I think... You value well. what they've come out with because they're going to tell you something, even though it might be negative, but it's coming from a good place and it's coming from yes. a place that they need to... Like, they want... They, you mightn't take it on board, but... They're saying to you their honest opinion because it's come from a good place and you'll value their opinion, but you might disagree on a certain point. But uh, you know that it's 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 in there, it's in your head, and you're going, right, okay, I'll take that on board, but I think you're wrong, but we'll see. And that's yeah, the way yeah, I would yeah. be with with my music, and that's the way I know physique people. Like I know from years ago, Mark Getty had his go-to guys. I know there's people about everything. There's same as business ideas. If yeah, I have like a business a, idea, I, I know I'll bring it to someone like yourself. I'll bring it to Gary, who owns Slim's Kitchen, an output, and I will say, yeah. "What do you think of this idea?" Yep. No, I I think that's that's on the money, and I think it's very very important to guard your inputs almost because you can just cut people off that are giving you these negative things. Like prime example, like I'll be straight with you. I would probably come to you. And this is me being straight with an idea because you will give me the negative, you'll give me the actual, like the criticism on it, but you'll not be an our show. You'll be like, for example, we'll not bring it up, but a case of like, I remember like a couple of days ago, I sent you and goes, I think I'm going to go get this, this car. Oh. And you were like, are you sure? Because X, Y, and Z fuel this, yeah. that. And it wasn't you being like, don't go and get it. It was more so a case of, have you thought this through? Oh. And if you have, go ahead and get it. I don't give a fuck, but just make sure that you've taken these. It wasn't a case of yeah. you can't go get that. It was just a case of I'm looking out for you because I don't want you to get this and then get it. Because I went down that path before and I fucking was in one for a weekend. And the yeah. boy, the boy I was going to buy it off was like the most on salesman, salesman ever. And he was like, you want to fucking be, uh, what do I say? You want a trailer with an oil tank in the back or with a fuel tank in the back of it for this thing? Because I told him many miles I do a year. And I was like, you serious? And he goes, I'm fucking telling you. How many miles do you do a year? Ah, oh, well, I used to this year. This year's a fucking gift. Um, Four. I uh, about twenty five this year. Um, normally, I would do about sixty thousand, maybe fifty, sixty thousand. Holy fuck, mate! That uh, is mental. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 It would be I about would, that. Be about that. Whenever, I, whenever I was working on the fire service, I done ten. Ten thousand a year. I was traveling to Belfast, but we card shared one day a week, so I would have probably done 20. But I would say now that I, I'm home and I don't really have much of a life, uh, it'll, it'll probably be like six. So like it doesn't really, do you know what I mean? I was doing, at one stage two years ago, I was doing 175 miles a day, five days a week. And then the Saturday, That's disgusting. the Saturday I would have done probably about 60 miles. That's fucking metal. Yeah, um, that was that was just a normal week. That wasn't like me DJing far away. You that, need to be getting an automatic for that, like. Well, I'm I I well, I am automatic. Um, I couldn't be driving stick for that, like. That'd be fucking bananas. No, I had to drive a, a manual in work there <laughs> one day two weeks ago. 
and uh, sort of fucking couple of near death experiences coming out of side roads on the main roads. <laughs> no way. <laughs> we'll, we'll bounce back. But this is, I think that's important, and it's important to have like a circle where you actually trust their opinions. And if somebody's giving you the harsh truth, you're not taking it and getting angry. It's a case of there's certain opinions that actually do and can be of use, but it's still no one right will i do this like for example if every person told me not to get that car and i really still wanted it i didn't care i know that they've done it from a good place yeah oh they're not that, doing it because they want the car yeah whereas yeah. like if i drive it and then four weeks later some wee dickhead goes what the fuck is that i'm not going fuck 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 joe i think that's important it's the same way and i think it's like the same with like wearing your i know this sounds ridiculous but i remember when i was younger i used to be like fuck i'll not wear my hat back to front because i look like a douche yeah child. joe yeah, exactly. Simply things like that do add up. I think as you grow older, you do start to give less of a fuck because your circle naturally does get slightly smaller anyway. Yeah. And yeah. You do you do just learn that naturally. But I think it is tough whenever you're you're at a younger age. And I've seen like a lot of people write that into me of late. That's why I brought it up because I think it also comes down to the fact that a lot of people are unsure of like not who they are, but what they want, what really matters to them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Some people also ask the question because they want you to talk them out of it. You ever yeah. get that? Like people go, like they want you to nearly like they need someone. They need someone to tell them not to do something because they don't want to be seen to be like a quitter. Because people have this idea that you know this quitter mentality. I'm not a quitter. Whereas they want someone to go, mate. That's a really bad idea. And then they got the closure they need, and then they they can have like transfer the blame and go, oh, well, he said don't do it. Yeah, but see, I think yeah, I definitely agree, and I think also there's a time and place like. I, like see when I pick my coach now for example like I remember like one of my mates referred like my last two coaches now don't get me wrong the coaches were fine but they've been nowhere as good as the one the, the two I've picked do you know what I mean the one you're at currently now the one I'm at currently now which is Joe Jaffrey he's superb yeah. the last boy I was at was Andrew VU it was a complete shit show that was the 20 eggs a day yeah Locke was good I have all the time in the world for Locke it was good but he was still recommended and then I obviously picked Josh and another fella before that but in case of anybody I've sort of went this is my opinion this is who I want then at least that way you can't shift the blame whenever you pick it I think that's something people love as you said it's like a case of oh well you well you said that was a good idea do you know like a sort of yeah and then you can blame you still went for it you stupid fuck do you know, uh, that's the case of like whenever I went to Andrew I was like fuck I think it was like 1600 pound for three months or something it was metal and I went and bought it and I was like, oh my God, this is complete shit. And then I was automatically like, yeah, fuck's sake, my friend recommended this. But I was like, no, nah, I'm the dickhead who fucking went and bought this. Do you know when it was a case of, yes, I learned one or two things, which was great, but I was like, this is this, the biggest lesson I actually got from that was sometimes you do not need a second opinion on who you're going to get coached or Joe. Cause like I, I get that all the time. Some people would be like, Oh, I was going to go to you. But then my friend said like, he didn't know what X, Y, and Z was like, Joe. And I was like, well, you should have stuck with your opinion. Cause now you're coming to me anyway. Joe, and it's the same as yeah. everything. I think that's why it's important to sort of try and not let your message or your mindset get swayed. Yeah. Especially when it comes to coaching is a very personal. Same with jobs and stuff too. Particular, Joe. particular thing. Like it's, it's a real uh, one, like, one to one. Yeah, but it's it's like people like when back to the podcast when I talked about your coaching style, people think it's just lift this, move that, eat this, don't eat that. But it's there's a lot more to it. And if you don't like, it's like for instance, if you were an arsehole, you know, the stuff like you would have said to me back in the day about sleeping and stuff, I, I you know people would take that the wrong way. And you need to really trust, like you were saying to me, you won't get the results if you don't sleep better. And I'm like, fucking here, how long a minute? 
but I valued what you were saying, so I took it on board. But if you like, if you didn't really, as you know, if you second guessed your coach, and they were yeah. telling you stuff like that, you're not, you're you're one foot in, one foot out. You're not giving it all. I it, just when you were saying that, it reminded me of the Brandon Harding. He's like a YouTuber. Yeah. Um, him and the is it Greg Dolchette? Brandon Hardbody, yeah, and Greg Dolchette, yeah. Uh, and he was like just fucking questioning everything Greg was doing for him, and then. Yeah stopped being coached by him but went on and done a video about why he stopped and stuff and your boy Greg was like just there was sort of came down to I put you on this amount of gear your last coach had you on three times the amount you didn't believe that you could get results with the less so you fucking threw the toys at the pram because you used to fucking near killing yourself on gear that was pretty much the gist of it even though Brandon said it was other stuff but that was pretty much the gist of it because he didn't he believed that he was wasting time by only taking small amounts of steroids instead of taking a stupid amount of steroids yeah no 100% yeah that was what the argument was over and I was with Callum which is my coach's client so my coach coaches Callum yeah, so no yeah. uh, but no I completely agree I think that that's very important as well you can because coaching is like that it's a process where you can doubt a person very easy but it's the same as anything like, well, as you said a job like it's the same as if you get offered a new job and it's marginally like, more money but people are like oh but you're where you are is good and where you are safe yeah you need to weigh that up are, are you valuing safety or are you valuing others opinions and i think that's something where you really do have to go do i truly want this like fuck everybody else and what to say because it's so easy to be influenced and i think when you ask people for their opinions you're almost asking to be influenced because you don't want to make a decision i think that's the issue a lot of people they actually struggle to make the decision because they don't they almost don't want to be the only person at fault if it goes tits up yeah well i it happened to me about five, six, six or six years ago, six or seven years ago. I had a gig in Enniskillen, and it was the gig that kind of was my coming of age gig, where it kind of started to make a real decent name for myself. I had 52 Saturdays a year booked, plus another about 20, 20 odd Wednesdays. It came right. to a point where other clubs came knocking, and I had to make the decision to leave that. Now, that was a guaranteed income every year a guaranteed good income as well as the day job I could leave all that and DJ in different places every Saturday night but they weren't guaranteed but everybody said to me you're fucking mental for walking away from this but at that stage I'd been there four or five years the time was right there was people knocking and I decided to make the jump and Every single DJ friend of mine said I was mental to make that jump because of the guaranteed money at the end of the day, and because everything was going great in this club, like everything was perfect, place was flying. I had all the say in the club. The owner of the club literally handed me over the keys, trusted my process, trusted the bookings, trusted everything. But then there was just something in my head, and it was actually a girl emailed me and said about me DJing in a club that she just became marketing manager and I was like fuck I have no free Saturdays for you and then she was like oh that's that's grand like it's just a thought that maybe could have been worth and then I was like right I wonder if I cancelled all my Saturdays in this other club and started doing other places could I branch out because I was like in a in a in a small pond like in a skilling I was the big fish of the DJing which isn't a isn't a big thing at all like it's a, it's a fucking a small 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 pond but also like the 
they were very supportive of me and when they went to like different places they would have been you know singing my praises and going oh you should come here this is a good week. this was a tiny club i was playing small club but the things we we're putting on in this club were fucking amazing like for the size of it so then i decided i'd branch out and i remember even my parents going you're mental like you're mental like you're literally cutting all this wage to zero and rolling the dice of the chance of like so i cut 50 say 75 gigs a year down to 12 12 guaranteed yeah but i think you're right like i i said this on instagram the other day like somebody asked me why i quit the fire service and i goes because you can you can literally call with the next five years is gonna be like or you can roll the dice and see what the fuck happens and see honestly if you ask me and i roll the dice and it went tits up i'd be like no nah, i'm still glad i fucking rolled the dice yeah but then also it came down to confidence i think too you had confidence in your you knew that what you were achieving in your business with like a part-time ethos yeah. and you knew that if you went at this full-time the ceiling's endless and i think in my head probably didn't think about it that way but i knew the confidence was there but i just didn't know sort of no, you're you've you have that fear because you've built the pay, but you also you're like you know what fuck it, let's do it. I'm confident what to do, and then I was lucky enough within a few weeks the word got out, and everything took off in there. But it is that the risk risk reward sort of strategy. Yeah, risk reward ratio if, and yeah. But if I would have listened to people, I would never have done that. Like I would have every single person told me not to do it, but then also weirdly for why do you think you've done it though see the the other part of my head was my first big gig i've well my first big residency i ever got was in a place uh in five mile town called the v club which is the valley hotel which is a, a very uh famous venue and they got just redeveloped but it's it's in a protestant area and i got speaking to the owner they were opening this brand new club and he offered me the residency i was only young i was like 20 at the time and every person told me don't do it because i was a catholic they said you know you won't be welcome there and i said I, I think i will and every single person told me that i'd be fucking mental there was no catholics went to this club um it was a big protestant area i didn't know the area at all didn't know anybody in it just from speaking to the owner owner's a fucking lovely man and i was like i don't know my family were like oh, it could be dicey enough you know because you hear these things about certain areas um, no, but I, I think that's I think that's metal now yeah. there's Danny it's yeah so but I took the gig on anyway and I would say the length of time I was there I never witnessed one single thing said to me I used to do the 12th of July in the place <laughs> and the people used to laugh they used to come up and laugh like people used to come up and fucking be in stitches of me doing it because I was still playing Gaelic, Gaelic at this time <laughs> and I met some of my best friends I, no actually I met all my best friends through that club and the owner still very good friends of him love the hotel love all the staff love the family that own the hotel they're like a family to me but every, like there wasn't one person said to me to take that gig everybody like people were ringing me going fuck's sake lad you know you need a like, people were generally worried for me like, yeah. you, no this was no, they were just like fuck you. You know, Jesus, you need to watch. Like, I, like people I met in that club, I've went to McGregor fights in Vegas with. I've went fucking all around the world with. Went to rugby weekends. Went fucking everywhere. 
and I wouldn't like if I would listen to even one of them sort of dozen people I would never set foot in that club and that was the start that was the start of everything for me like that was the start of every single thing for me yeah I think it's because a lot of people play it safe that they, yeah. they almost just incline that that's the smart decision yeah it is, it is but it's also it comes down to as we it, it always comes down to confidence if you believe in it and I, I believe that people weren't going to put me in a position where I was going to get stabbed I stabbed or fucking chased out of town for being a Catholic um, no. and it was actually the opposite like they they didn't give a fuck like they would have they would have made jokes of me no, and fucking fuck we all lived together in Belfast in student accommodation at one stage you know it, didn't, it, yeah. it never mattered religion never mattered and it was just like it's it comes back to you know like people just saying this is the worst idea you could possibly ever have instead of like backing the idea thinking outside the box and going you know can this what is the, the rewards of this the rewards of this is I'm getting a brand new club to be my first ever residency What's the negatives? They could gag me, throw me in a boot, and fucking bury me somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, but like, I think the worst case scenarios do come to mind whenever you're taking chances like that. It's the same with like if you want to leave like a safe job and take a new job, you think, what if I don't like the workers? What if I don't like the hours? What if I want to move back? Then you just get a different job. I think yeah, what works for me is I always think a worst case scenario and what I would do then. Yeah, and it always relaxes me. I always think like, right, will food be on the table? Will there be a roof over my head? Right, yeah. So then what the fuck am I even worried about? You know, and I think that's a big thing, especially for people like me that I like I live at home. So like if I want to change job tomorrow, like yeah. now's the time to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's not in ten years when you've got everything laid out. And don't get me wrong, you can change any time, but I do think that that obviously comes into play. And I think it's a lot to do with people's mindset towards change. Like people don't like change, your body doesn't like change, your mind doesn't want change, it doesn't want stress. But I think that's when you really grow a lot better in my opinion yeah well you're you're all in you're all about change a lot of what you do in everyday life and all your clients is to do with change and progression yeah like 100% like even me like I had no inclination of being a firefighter like none and then I just goes fuck it I'm gonna apply and got through and I was like fucking hell I got the job here and I was like holy fuck do I even like this is massive like I had no inclination this is not like my sort of job and anybody that knows me will know like if I'm the least practical person ever like like the least so cutting people out of a car is not exactly like a skill set that would easily be picked up by me so it's a thing of like but then you, you think like right well what am i good at what's the worst case here the worst case i don't like it and i change again what the fuck who gives a fuck it's just a case because people assume that you get a job at 22 and you're in that job till you are dead in the ground you know what I mean, or you're retired and i think that mindset really really helps me not to go in i like the idea that in five years i could be doing something different i like the idea that tomorrow if i want like i remember a lot was it it was last year maybe the year before like i took this random notion that like i I, I wanted to shave my head and i was like fuck i wonder what it looked like like i think i'd look good like and i don't know whether you did you do you ever see these pictures they're hilarious no i I got a two all over i didn't even get a one i got like a two or a three and no joke it is hilarious i looked like a mutated john cena my head is atrocious but (laughs) it was because i was sitting in the barbers and i literally sat down and i sat down with johnny and i goes I'm going to get a two all over. And he goes, man, are you sure? And I just goes, shave down the middle so I can't go back now. And he just went, Zzz. and I was like, right, that's me done now. So let's see what happens. And Fuck. it wasn't a bad, like people would be like, oh, like the head and you and all that time. And I'm just like, Fuck no, I'm glad I got it done. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to, I want to change. And I think it, it sort of keeps me out of normality. And I really live for that to an extent. That's why, like, I do the dip in the sea on a Sunday. 
it, it's just a wee bit of difference. It just keeps things not fresh, but it keeps things challenging. And I think too many people like to get comfortable. And yes, I'm all for that, but that's when life gets boring as well. And fuck that, I'd rather roll the dice and have a have a bit of a fucking tough time at times than then play it safe and I think that you're probably the same and I think that does help in the long run even if you fuck up once or twice <laughs> and when you do that you know you're being like sort of as you said true to yourself and I think that's when you've got confidence you're happy in yourself you're happy that you're giving it your best shot and I think that's when you stop caring whatever people think because you know that other people that give you opinions that don't really matter in that they're not willing to do the same and the only reason they're doing that is to try and keep you inside the same box they are to make themselves feel comfortable and I think that's the main driving point that I because I journaled all this out in pen and paper to why and I think that was the main point that I got to why people feel the need to give that is because they don't like to see people step outside the comfort box that they're in and whenever somebody steps outside they feel the need to almost try and grab them by the arm and pull them back in and go how can I get this person back in because when he steps outside that that's a reflection I love this quote people's success like it's like always like your success will be a reflection of somebody's failure yeah so like if you nail coaching if you nail djing somebody will dislike you oh yeah for the fact that they would like to do that and that they've never went for that that's the main reason that somebody will probably pick up and say oh that's stupid or this or that and that is small mind mentality small mindset mentality do you know what i mean but no i'm not going to rant about that but i do think that is yeah. some well people say deep, that deep shit yeah people say you don't you don't kind of get haters until you've you're doing something right because nobody yes. really nobody really hates down they always hate up and I was always told that I was always told that's a good sign and it's a real good sign on uh, what is the one that we were we talked about before Amazon reviews for books yeah they want you want hate people to hate on it you want people to love it you know you want you don't want everybody just go oh, that's perfect you want to engage conversation but just when you were saying there back like about people taking risk and and moving outside their comfort zone. I noticed this. I had actually this fucking moment yesterday when I was getting ready to go to the gym because my gym, my training's been shite this last while. And I haven't really been happy training. I've been going through the motions, doing what I'm doing, and going... Now, you know when you go... You probably yeah. don't get it because you're a fucking weirdo. But I, you know when you come after a gym session, you don't feel fulfilled? You just feel like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah I did you, that session, yeah. and I did push myself, but, you know, whatever. So I tr- changed up my training totally. I started a program yesterday and it's more strength and sort of endurance based um, and those wee I was doing like a cleaning jerks and there was a wee click moment where it was like this is where I need to be at this is back to when when I was training with you when I was really in the zone yeah so it was kind of like it was the moment where I'm like I'm outside my comfort zone here this is where I need to be at I can't just come in and go through the motions I need to be in this part where I'm pushing myself and I have to be on the ball all the time. And that was my wee moment because I used to have a thing when I used to train when you, when you used to uh, coach me where if I'd done a shit rep, I would add a minute on the salt bike at the end. Yeah. So no, it, would, I... it would just make me concentrate on the reps that I was doing. So when, if I, because your, your body will always look for the easy way out. Your mind will always look for the easy way out. So you'll fucking just fucking cheat that last rep. You know, you'll do a half rep or you'll you'll their tempo will be off. So I used to do myself, I was like, every time you do that, I'm adding on a stupid thing at the end. It used to be delt raises because I fucking hated delt raises because they were so sore. So, I love them. Yeah, no, uh, that's a good shout. So I would add on at the end. So every time I would have to do a five extra, ten extra, whatever, or a salt bike 
burpees, lunges. So one of the exercises that I fucking hated, I would throw on at the end. Until it got to the point where I wasn't never cheating. I drilled into my head, you, you don't want to cheat. You fucking do not want to cheat because they are hell. Or an extra fucking couple of minutes in a stepper when it used to zap the shit out of me. Yeah, no, so, but that's good. Yeah. That's almost like a reward versus punishment scale. That's like, you know, like whenever we were in the fire service, like if you were caught like doing something wrong or somebody get back cheek or somebody done something wrong or you didn't do t- they used to just make you run out hoses and like that's literally the exact same as like sprints and it's just a case of yeah. it's like it's you'll see it in like American football if somebody does something wrong the whole team gets punishment but I think that also builds that in yourself like if you can build it in like I used to have this thing I used to have a real problem I used to have this real problem with like decision making right and I used to have a real real issue of like making decisions I used to take way too long to do it and this, the other problem that I had this is about three years ago the other problem I had was that I, I kept forgetting things in my house like I might leave the house four times before I realised like I forgot this I forgot that in and out in and out so what I done was I put a pull-up bar in my room and anytime that I had to go back into the house for something I had to go upstairs and do 10 pull-ups didn't yeah. matter where I was going didn't matter anything and the same for the decisions if I couldn't make a decision I used to do pull-ups on the minute until the decision was made and by fuck you're quick at making decisions whenever it hits about six minutes do you know what I mean uh, so six uh, minutes for me it'd be like a two pull-ups so yeah do but do you know what I mean like, like it's almost like that sort of not punishment but yeah yeah it's worse to leave it yeah uh, Goggins did that he moved in with someone didn't he I don't know what way that worked Goggins moved in with Tim Ferriss was it or no it was some CEO and every time your boy walked through a doorway had to do five press-ups. That's fucking metal. And he stayed one for like five or six days and your mom was fucking... Your, I don't know, someone to do with your boy was productivity was shite. And he used to walk around his big mansion. Yeah. So Goggins had it every time he walked through a, a doorway. But within these hours of the day, he had to do a press-up. <laughs> Which, what the fuck? In some ways, when I was saying that about the punishment I was doing in the gym, it does sound like it's a very... like. It's not a good behavioural trait to have. It sounds like it's like very fucking like kind of being mean to yourself, but it was always in a good way. It was always a way to train your body and your mind to not not take the easy way out. I remember when I was in Daytona Beach for a while, a couple of years ago, there was they had a real good college basketball team, a community college team, but they're they've a lot of boys that probably made it to the NBA in the past and they were doing a training drill and I was watching it because it was just out of the gym and they fucked up but your guy fucked up because he wasn't listening so the boys had to run suicide you know run the line run back run the line run back run the line run back but your guy who fucked up had to stand in the middle and rhyme off what he ate all week the most boring thing in the world like what did you have for breakfast Monday and then the coach was like, tell us Tuesday, tell us Wednesday. And the boys were like, oh, oh yeah. And while the people were fucking sprinting. That's fucking... And the boys were like, and he was like, what, you eat Wednesday for lunch? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, you got to go. And the boys were like, fucking roaring at him. Fucking just tell him. Just fucking tell him. <laughs> <laughs> and That's I mean it, me and a guy from Donegal were in fucking stitches at this. I could not keep my laughter in. These boys were bossing themselves, and this guy couldn't remember what he had for lunch, like on the Wednesday. <laughs> and he came out with something, and then the coach was like, "You're a lying motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and it just was, it just bounced into my head there that that was like they taught them. They were always striving for perfect or whatever, whatever the fuck the Americans go on about. But 
because he fucked up, he didn't do the punishment. His friends did the punishment. His teammates did the punishment. So the next time you'll be on the ball more because you don't want to put your mates through that. Yeah, it's because, do you ever see that thing, though? It's like, uh, is it Goggins that said, I don't think it is Goggins that said this. They always used to say this in the fire service to us. They used to be like, we drill it in you to be trying to be perfect during training because in the army they do it because Aye. if you if you don't polish, if you don't make your bed, you'll not polish your boots. If you don't polish your boots, you'll not you'll not be able to run fast enough. If you're not able to run fast enough, you'll not be fit. If you're not fit, you'll not be able to make decisions properly. Yeah. If you're not able to make decisions properly, you'll leave a door open. You leave a door open, we'll all fucking die. And it's that case of like, if you do the small things right, the big things will look after themselves. And it's like, do you take the easy option with everything or what way do you work things? I think that is what that builds in. And yeah, yeah. it's just that, it's like work ethic almost, but it's starting with the small things first. It's like, do you ever see that? There's like a big motivational video. It's like, start with making your bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that's yeah, like that's a that, that is actually one of the me isn't it one of the fundamentals of fucking of the army and of like even the police service probably at a certain yeah. point it's like having your collar right. Yeah, I fuck. It's the same as us. Like we had to iron creases in your shirts and all that. And I, I'm not joking. They're the sort of tasks that really just grind me because I'm like this is fucking bullshit. But it's a case of it does work. Like it does build you in and you do become better from it. But it's one of the things like nobody enjoys doing it and that's why people break. Uh, no, it's a bit uh, fuck. I don't know what sort of rabbit hole we went down there, and I know I want to fucking talk about the the election and stuff, but I don't even think we're gonna get fucking time. No, sure no, we but on. we need to talk about something else, Tony. What well, about the, even... what about the Bake Off? Right, right, yeah, 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 absolutely right. What well, about people... old Blue Eyes himself keeping in the gear? Are you? Did you watch it? He is judging. He it. Judging off fu- his cock. I think he is sliding it in her on the sly like there's no doubt in my mind Lottie Jesus yeah 100% Christ. star baker she's not even good looking no but out of the, everybody in the tent who are you going to fucking go with Prue I didn't she, I didn't look at any of the rest but it was on her Instagram and she's not great does she have many oh, this is something I'm curious do you pick up many followers if you go on to bake no like not, not got, as many as you'd think like it's not Love Island la. no it's not Love Island no. like she's got like 10 or 15k now uh, I don't know. No, I think she's got more than that. But uh, she might have had a lot before now. she went on because she seems to be very much into her gram. But uh, interesting. Yeah, mate, it was good. Did you see the dogs? Not even joking. The 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 dog kicks. They were mental. Anybody that's listening here and you don't watch Bake Off, just tune off now because this is about to get beautiful. I know, Tony. I didn't even watch it. I just uh, picked up on you're a few f- things for talking points for you. Um, you're fucking serious. Like, <laughs> get in it. It's fucking hour of your week, and it's a beautiful hour. Uh, I did threaten to start watching it uh, from the start on the A player, but just don't like, watch it from the start. Just pick in now; it's near over. Pick in now. Next episode, I think there's only like three episodes left, so it's a good time to get involved here. Everybody's actually, but the thing you'll not enjoy now is everybody's actually good now. See at the start, there's people in there and they're hilarious. They're like, you have three hours to make a cake, and this boy's trying to make a lighthouse with a fucking glow in the dark fucking bulb, and you're just like. Mate, you have three hours, like you don't have three days, and they go to him, How long does it take you in training? And he goes, Maybe about seven. And they're like, But you've got three hours. And he's like, I'll just speed up. Who, like, who's going to win this? Oh, tough. There's so many candidates, lad. Dave's quite good. It, it, do you know what it is? It, it, one of them said at the start, and I know this sounds odd, because the way it works, it's such a weird show. Like, you just you don't need to be the best. You just need to not do, be the worst because that's the only person that goes out that week. Like, Usually the person that goes out was good, like two, like the best person two weeks ago. You you don't need a strength. You just need to be able to tick the box and not be the worst at week on week on week. There's no uh, there's no bet, there's no betting on it, and Paddy Power was going to check there. If there was, I'd be betting. No stress on the boy, the Irish boy. No, he's out. Is he out? 
he went out last week. He was doing class and then two shite weeks and gone home. Bye What's bye. his name, Mark? He was Mark L. Then there's Mark E with the the, the metal leg. And <laughs> the Mark he'll either win, Dave will win. He get the that's, sympathy vote. That's my what? He get the sympathy vote. Yeah, probably. A case of it's hard it, hard to call. Do you know what it is though? He's a really nice character, like Craig's and all and it's it's emotional, I'll tell you that. You're laughing there, but it is a good show. It means a lot to these people like you, do you know what I mean? Also, a scene you were watching it eating ice cream. I have a I have to have a meal off per week now. I don't really enjoy uh, this sounds odd, but I don't actually really enjoy it. I just have to have a meal off per week. My coach said that that's a must and it must be worth a thousand calories. So you eat a tub of ice cream? Yeah, I usually have a tub of ice cream and like a cookie or something, yeah, just to tick the box. Right. I sound like the most unhappy man to ever get that in their plan, but just because it doesn't bother me, do you know what I mean? Like I don't be like, oh my god, I just see since I've been on high calories for so long. Yeah. I, I just don't get cravings. Like I don't get hungry. I don't get cravings. I just that's it. It's just weird. It's hard to explain. You're sad, man. It's because it's been like years since like I've been below two thousand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like years, like a lifetime. Like even during my last diet and phase, I was like, "Fuck, I could eat. I could not eat for a couple of days here." Uh, oh well, what you're eating at the minute, I I don't even think I could physically eat that. It's fucking shit. Without but... eating shit, I could eat. I could eat it now if I had bad food, but I couldn't eat it if I had clean like you. No, it's fucking. Plus, I'm on ten different veg per day, so it can be quite tight, like in that sense, because you're just sitting munching. Do you know what I mean? It's not a case of just get any grub in you. But that's what makes the difference, Joe. That's the reason why I'm sitting at, I'm sitting just below 88 kilos now. And anytime I've ever hit 90 kilos before, I've been a fat bastard. Whereas now I'm pretty fucking lean. Joe, oh, it's right. it's it's paid off. So it has. So it has. Tony, you're looking great. Your face is looking a bit skinnier than normal. Think so. Or maybe you're photoshopping. Maybe you're no no, there's the chubby cheeks. You must be photoshopping them Instagrams. It's the ring light, baby. I know. I didn't even want to get into that. You know, I'm going to save that for another day. The ring light and that share one yesterday. Um, what was wrong with you then? What was wrong with what? Let's just get into that. Actually, what was going on yesterday with that share? If anybody missed this, this is being recorded on Saturday, on Friday evening. Tony done an Instagram with him in, in his shower, physically in his shower. I've uh, done this loads. But what 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 are we talking? What are, why what are we doing here? What is it? Do you not remember the q and I done in my bath? No. No, I do remember, yes, but that wasn't as bad. What was this going on with the sheriff thing? What was it? Yesterday, I went for, tried to go for a nap at two o'clock because I was fucking knackered because I was up since five traveling and I couldn't sleep. And my go-to always is if you can't sleep, you have to get a cold shower. It'll sort you out. Sometimes I do it in between check-ins or if, like if I'm just not woken up, I actually could very closely get one off this and I'll hop in the shower and I'll do a couple minutes but I never put it up and I was like fuck it I'm just going to put this up getting in because people think it's all sunshine and rainbows and I was like do you know what I do do this most of the time so I'll just put it out there it's like anything if I do something loads I just usually stick it up on social media people have like people are messaging me going what the fuck's that about and I was like you didn't explain yourself too well in the video it looks like you were just literally going guys look at me having a shower here Mm, probably should have put it first but I put it in the second one you were like Ric Flair Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I like them hoodies. Yeah, we all moved on a great job with them. Uh, I'm sort of testing them out. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm seeing same what way. That's not the high neck one. No. No, what? they've got like no. It's not the high neck. I actually prefer it like this. This is this is this is fresh and it's got a wee signature. You see that? Let me see this. Oh, your camera's stopped there, Tony. So I don't know. But anyway, guys, cheers for tuning in. I think Tony's internet's gone again. 
because he lives in the middle of fucking nowhere, not in a big city like Belfast. But anyway, guys, cheers for tuning in. Keep sharing on Instagram. Keep tagging your friends. Uh, Tony's got a competition run as well on his Instagram. He's giving away a grand. He's got more money than sense. So if you want to win that, go on to his Instagram, share the post, follow him. Um, and yeah, you might want a grand. So yeah, guys, cheers for always tuning in. Keep sending your messages. And this was actually uh, a message from one of Tony's clients with this whole podcast so yeah cheers